Initializing host playback. Welcome to MRP, the Metal Robot Podcast, the podcast about all things metal and everything in between. It's a new episode of the Metal Robot Podcast as we conclude the 2023 season with a hell of an episode here. Two episodes, in fact. And in this episode, we are sitting down with the one, the only, Colin Sterling of Thrasher's Paradise to talk about what we've been listening to in 2023 and also make a lot of jokes about Sleep Token that probably did not age well. I am so sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh, that is what we're doing in this episode. We also get into talking about a lot of stuff, and we did all of this over Instagram Live back in December. So if you are excited, as just as excited as I am, let's not waste much more time, and let's get into the show. I'm Tom McKay, and this is episode 53 of the Metal Robot Podcast. Colin, thank you so much for joining us on the Metal Robot Podcast. How are you doing today? Ah! Hi, Tom. How's it going, man? I am actually good. Wait. <laughs> I don't need to look at the screen anymore to talk to you. I can just turn my head and just talk to you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what we're here for, man. We're here to have some fun. We're here to have some conversations and talk to people, not cameras. I'm just fiddling with the microphone as a professional would. Yes. To answer the question, I am doing okay. It's weird, but I'm doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? I am doing pretty good. And uh, the reason why, uh, for a bit of context here for the uh, podcast listeners and for Instagram Live, which we are doing right now as well at the time of this recording, the reason why we're doing this is because we are coming towards the end of the year, the end of 2023, and uh, not to get uh, too interesting or too uh, provocative, I guess. 2023, I cannot wait to be done with, to be quite honest. How about you? It's been depressing as hell for me. So yeah, yeah. actually, I can't lie. It's been, it's had its fair share of up and downs. Well, for starters, I'm a dad. So Mm -hmm. I guess you can call me Daddy Thrash now. Daddy Thrash. (laughs) (laughs) But besides that. I think that'd be considered an up, to be honest. I think that would be considered an up. An upgrade, yeah. That's a huge upgrade, yeah. That's now, it's no longer just the Thrasher, it's now, or the Sterlings, it's now Daddy Thrash. Daddy Thrash. It (laughs) is Daddy Thrash. That should be a t-shirt. That should be a t-shirt, honestly, yeah. Honestly, I just, I gave myself branding idea right there. (laughs) Woohoo! Yeah, and uh, yeah, I can, I, yeah, it's definitely not been a great year otherwise. Uh, I, I'm not going to get too deep into that for me, but it's definitely been uh, one of those things where you just kind of can't wait for the year to be done all together. I mean, yeah, like new year, new start, new challenges, maybe new opportunities. Exactly. So, yeah. Here's uh, hoping for the best come 2024. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, we all can't wait for that. But you know what? Uh, the reason why, and on top of that, with the end of this and, uh, you know, what? I'm going to let you tee up what we're doing here while I let the dogs out because the dogs seem to be doing their own thing now. <laughs> You're trusting me with your... <laughs> Viewership and tr- listeners. I am very trusting, and that's going to be my downfall eventually. One sec. <laughs> it's all good. So, ladies and gentlemen, as a typical thing Tom and I do here on the podcast, when Thrasher's Paradise and the Metal Robot Reviews, or the Metal Robot Podcast, collide and form to do an epic collab, we always ask the pondering question, not what if, 
But what have you been listening to? So today we're going to be talking about as a whole what we have been listening to for the entirety of 2023. What great songs we've heard, what not so great songs we've heard, what new bands have entered into our cycle of continuous returns of songs and albums we go back to from now on to the rest of the time. But obviously, we're going to be, of course, diving into our what ended up being in the top 100 or top 50 playlists, our, our various different song platform apps we listen to continually. For me, it's Spotify rap. I know you have Apple Music, and I yeah. don't know if they do something similar to the Wrapped. Yeah, um, I think they do, but honestly, I, I had to Spotify rap too, but mostly just for the podcast listeners, which you gotta say, uh, I was v- very surprised. I don't know if you saw my post on it but on Instagram, but the AI one took off. <laughs> like, not took off, but in comparison to the ones I thought were gonna do much better, um, it was actually... I like because I thought the Taylor Swift episode was gonna. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I did an episode talking about Taylor Swift and what we can learn from her, which is you know something that you'd think, given Taylor Swift, that we would actually that would actually pop off a bit more. But uh, no, yeah. it was it was the discussion about AI. That honestly doesn't surprise me because of how much AI has kind of taken over 2023. Yeah, because that's the thing. So. Like, I mean, there was an entire strike about it. two strikes, in fact. In, uh, in Los Angeles about it. It was one of those things that was like, it it just took over and everybody was talking about it, but I had to throw my two cents about that. But that was surprising to me when I saw that. But um, the reason why we're doing like this, and normally a lot of uh, the music review YouTube and podcasting would be doing end of year lists uh, for like, you know, top 10 best this, top 10 best that, or even top 10 worst of the year. But the reason why we're doing it like this is because, uh, well, as I talked about, I mean, today, I mean, this year has not been, it's not been the most uh, fun year. So I personally, I can't speak for you, Colin, but I didn't get a chance to listen to a lot of music that was like peaking my interest a whole lot. I, I can kind of concur with you there. Um, my musical experience has taken a completely different direction mainly because of becoming a father. So I've had yeah. to add in a lot of pop and um, other genres to my um, <laughs> my standards. But yeah, like I haven't even heard the new Campbell Corpse album. There's a new Cannibal Corpse album? See, that, see that's that my point. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, there is a new Cannibal Corpse album. Do I Holy remember crap. the title of it? No, but because of my lovely electronic device I have right in my hand over here, I'm going to quickly search it up on Spotify because it's in, it's, it's there. It I does just, exist. It does exist. It's just... Just finding the motivation just to sit down and listen to it and other albums that I were interested in listening in, uh, like the new Serenity album. I haven't listened to that yet. Or even um, there was this band, ah, Asenhel. Mm. That is the guitarist and lead vocalist of Volpeat's death metal project. Nice. Yes. Ah, here we go. Chaos Horrific. Mm. Cannibal Corpse. Okay. And, uh, and obviously the um 
the album looks like that. It, yeah, that that is a, a Cannibal Corpse album cover. So it is it is a Cannibal Corpse cover as Tom has to quickly go and let the dogs in. Yes, puppy responsibilities are fun. <laughs> it's all right. Daddy thrashes this covered. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and she's back. Hey, there we go. But before we continue on, just... If you don't mind going over to the Thrasher's Paradise Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, greatly appreciate the likes or even the <laughs> subscribing. Or, hey, you check out some of the interviews or posts I do create as the dogs are being dogs. Oh, yes. Yes. The dogs are being dogs, of course. They're going to be. We're just going to put up with it for the time being. Um, yes, because fun. Fun. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't listen to a whole lot of, oh, I listened to quite a bit. I mean, I reviewed quite a bit on the show, but nothing to be honest, like, even with the good reviews that I, it's like some of the good reviews I gave, not a whole lot I went back to, to be quite honest, at least not enough for a best of the year uh, list. I personally have given up on it just, j- mm. just because it's too difficult just to pick just one album that tends to be better than the rest, right. especially with the kind of niche market I'm doing with Canadian metal bands and Canadian mm-hmm. metal albums and just keep trying to keep it independent. It's like, it's hard to keep track of all that local stuff because well, life has gotten in the way. And now it's just, it's difficult. I'm fine. I do find it difficult a lot. And especially trying to find the motivation to do interviews and sit down and try and do stuff like, I'm I'm surprised I even posted as many videos as I did and did as many interviews as I was able to got the opportunity to do this year as the dogs fight on the bed. Yeah, but we're just kind of going to deal with that. Yeah, why not? But to be in all seriousness, it's just life gets in the way of so much <laughs> as the microphone is just saying, hey. I want to annoy you. Yeah, yeah. The reason why we're going to do it like this is because, you know, it's sort of like uh, our own sort of Spotify wrapped. This is the metal wrapped of 2023, where we look back on what we've been listening to. And uh, Colin, as our uh, esteemed guest, having to deal with the dogs as well in the background. Why don't you go first? Uh, before we get into it, I actually like to pose a question to you. Sure. So I don't know if you've been listening to the the words of the metal elite, like social platform people. Right. But what the hell is Sleep Token and why are they so popular <laughs> this year? I don't get I haven't listened to their music. It's like, why is this band? They've popped up recently. Like, are they a new band? I swear I, to God. I like, guess, but it's like they're at their shirts are at Hot Topic. They're in like talks for I think they were like Spotify's number one song for metal music this year. It's like Who's this sleep token band? Like, I don't no know. No one else has talked about it except for this month. And it's been like, oh, yeah, sleep tokens, the summoning. It's like, who are you guys? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude. <laughs> I am not trying to be rude in any way or just like talk shit about the band. It's just like, where have they come from? They, in all honesty, dude. I, not once this year had I heard about them. And now at the end of the year, it's like, oh, sleep token. And I'm like, who are you? (laughs) Where did you come from? When did you guys even release something this year? Like, again, I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just... What what is this popularity of Sleep Token? If you yeah, it kind of just it kind of just came out of nowhere to be honest. Because I started hearing about like the name Sleep Token pop up 
a bit earlier on, but I knew nothing about these this band. I never even listened. I never even listened to something, to be honest. It was one of those things that just it just kind of popped up. Do you guys want your bone or not? Do you guys want a bone? You want a bone? I have no idea. They, they want something. They don't want to be thrown a bone. They don't want to be thrown a bone. They just want to cause absolute chaos. Yeah. No, like, okay, they're a band. I get it. And they do metal music. <laughs> they are a band. I understand that. They but are a collective group of people. Like, this is just what annoys me about metal. It's like, they, they just come out of nowhere and everyone's like, oh yeah, Sleep Token's awesome. It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Who's this? Who the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Like, no offense, but- have I gotten a chance to listen to Sleep Token yet? No. Will I by the end of the year? Probably. I'll probably finally just pull the trigger and say, you know what? Sleep Token. Let's do it. Let's yeah. play it. Why not? I feel like they're a band that uh, just with the hype, I feel like I'm a bit concerned about whether or not I should go in to what they're doing. Because if I do go in yeah. with the hype as it is, I feel like that is just going to spoil it for me. Like, I feel like if I go in with to Sleep Token right now, I'll be expecting, like, the best of the best. And then I go into it, I'm like, what was that? I'm just, really? That's what the hype was about? I'm sorry, but with a name like Sleep Token, you know what my expectation is? Sleep. <laughs> that? <laughs> Dog agrees. No, I'm, yeah. I'm expecting, like, just... Stoner, stoner, met like. Stoner From what I metal. understand, they are kind of, they are kind of like slower. I think, maybe I think they're definitely a bit more of on the electronic side. I think. From what okay. I hear. From like, what I've heard, at least. But with a name like Sleep Token, I immediately went to, oh, this is just yeah. another stoner band or stoner doom band or that's something what, like that. That's what that. I'm thinking. But no, if anyone on Instagram knows why Sleep Token just has taken yeah, like if you've been, such an interest in almost every fucking metalhead's eye, please let me know. Yeah, like if you've please. been listening to Sleep Token at all this year, please like let us know yeah. what the hype is about. Uh, and who knows, maybe we'll check it out. Yeah, maybe. Um, but in the meantime, like, uh, so wh- if if you haven't been listening to Sleep Token, what have you been listening to then? <laughs> A Finnish rapper named Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sentence, I think. What? Yes, yes. So. <laughs> It was a string of words yeah. that combined yeah. to form some form of cohesion, but I understood none of it. <laughs> I, I, so there is this Finnish rapper called Karia, and he came out with a song called Cha Cha Cha. And it took all of Europe by storm back in June. And yeah, it just sounded like good metal music, but it wasn't really metal music. It was just some Finnish guy rapping. Mm-hmm. in finish to like metal beats so yeah again i i'm looking at the kid friendly stuff but now now that i can i guess i'm on a platform where i can actually personally talk about what i personally have been listening to metal wise oh yeah yeah well like, you could talk, like really doesn't have to be metal even like like just in general i'm, I'm kind of curious to see where everybody's at honestly there's my rap this year is so weird because there's <laughs> so much pop on there and it's just thrown me off. And it's just, why? Why? And it's like, oh yeah, that's right. My kid. But no, for Daddy Thrash, <laughs> I'm not going to get that out of my head now. Yeah. I'm not. That's just gonna, it's catchy. It's going to stick with me for the rest of my life. It is catchy. Um, So to start 
to properly start it off, because we are a metal-based community, the two of us, mm-hmm. um, I have actually, my top artist this year from Spotify, which kind of surprised me, but looking back doesn't, is this Australian progressive metal band called Voyager. Oh, I think I've heard of them. Yes. So this year they came out and competed in a big song contest called Eurovision, which basically compiles of every single European nation, Israel and Australia, because they are the two countries are part of the uh, European telecommunication network thing. The European Union? Uh, no, not well, Union. I was, was going like, yeah, to say, I don't think Israel is part of the no, European Union. it's no. Asian, and then Australia is Australia, but they have, like, they, they got something connected to, like, European television. Right. Something. Anyways, so they ended up being represented because they had a cool song called Promise, mm-hmm. and Voyager finished ninth in all of the 26 countries that got weeded out to compete in the big final. So Australia's metal band finished in the top 10. Yeah, awesome. I think you, I think a funny thing, you, you and I were actually talking about that on your show, I think. Yes, we did talk about this on the Indie 101.5 radio show, Thrasher's Paradise, every Tuesday night from 9 to midnight. Yeah, and that's, because uh, that was something that I think a lot of us, like you and I both were kind of like going through the entire like winners list. Yeah. And we're just kind of like, not, I don't think floored is the right word to use, but we were kind of going through wondering what the fuck is on this list. Yeah. No. So th- this band came out with a new album that kind of, that had promise on it called fearless in love. Mm. And it's really fucking good. But personally of all the Voyager albums I did hear, the one that really stood out for me was 21 tw- or 2019's colors in the sky. Something of that sort. Yes, hold on. I will Spotify because it is in here. Jump back in. Ah, yes. Oh, colors in the sun. Colors in the sun. Well, it, it, sun, sky. Yeah. I mean, is there a difference? No, no not I really. Think, I think there might be a difference, you know, solar speaking, but no. <laughs> it's just, I found with Voyager, just their albums, because I like to listen to albums in their entirety. Yeah. And just... I found their music easy to listen to, really, really catchy, got hooked in really easily. All the songs are great. It's like, it's not too metal. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, you know, they're like, honestly, for me, I can barely tell they're prog, prog metal. Like, I don't, I listen to them and I don't think, oh, yeah, this is definitely a band like Dream Theater or like other prog or Opeth or Opeth. No, they're just like, it's a good metal band from Australia that classifies as prog metal, but isn't really. Hey, hey, you know what? Like, who cares if like it's not it's not like heavy prog? Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like it's it's prog. Like prog is prog, and you know what? That was that's the thing is like even though like because on that note of like even it's not that heavy. Like you said, mentioned Dream Theater. Like Octavarium's really not that heavy in comparison to. Like in comparison to other albums, like I like think about it, which one is heavier, Octavarium or Train of Thought? 
Train of thought. There you go. <laughs> but you know what? Octavarium is still my favorite album of all time. I mentioned that in the last episode where I reviewed it as part of the Essentials album that you actually suggested, which may I say, now that you are in person, that is not fair. That is my all-time favorite, and you fucking knew that. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite album, too, of all time. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think this friendship started? Yeah. Because we both love Dream Theater's Octavarium. It has the right amount of heavy and not heavy and it has just an amazing 24 minute song to end off the entire album yes. exactly yes yes it sounds intimidating holy shit 24 minutes to listen to one song but may i remind you sleep have a fucking <laughs> 60 minute song and a 15 minute song to consist of dope smoker a two song album so 24 minutes of your life isn't that bad <laughs> not saying Dope Smoker is that bad. I've actually never heard it. <laughs> I'm actually... This I, went in a weird direction. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... Okay, because I'm now talking about... You, you tell me, do you have the time and the mental capacity just no, to on. sit down and listen to a an over-hour-long stoner song? Stoner metal Ooh. song. Well, it really depends, honestly, because like on the, in comparison, at least to Octavarium, no, but, but for me, it's, and this is something I mentioned in the last episode too, is like, you've got to really do a great job with writing a long song to keep my attention. Like, that's the thing is like, it, yes, as in comparison, at least I've, I've never been able to get to grasp longer songs in a stoner metal genre. But that's not because of the slowness. If they yeah. if they can write a long song that is as engaging as the, to, for the listener, even at a slower pace, that fucking works, especially if you are uh, have a bit of a help. But when it comes, but the thing is, from my experience at least, when it comes to like stoner or any of the sludge stuff, a lot of the time they're not doing that. No. I still remember this one song that was a closer for an album I reviewed back in 2018. I think it was the first review I did that year. I forget what the album was or who the band was, but they ended the album with a 10-minute song that was one riff. Damn. <laughs> that's that's all with like one small section in between in the middle, but then they went right back to that riff. And it was instrumental the entire time. There wasn't any top line. There wasn't any like changing aside from the center. It was just one riff. It was a good riff. Don't get me wrong. I, I think I remember saying like, I like the riff, but guys, one riff yeah. is not a song. <laughs> that would have pissed me off. Not pissed me off, but that would have like just had me skip to the next song. If that was a three minute song. But this was like 10, 11 minutes of the same riff. I mean, for me, I feel I find it difficult to listen to long doom metal songs. Mm -hmm. Or like I get lost very easily when it comes to like doom metal songs that are like extremely unnecessarily long. Like there's this band from Tunisia called Omna Nation and they have this song called Pale Horse. Mm. Or I don't remember the title off the top of my head, but it's like a 20, 20, 21, maybe 24 minute song. And it's just like, that's long. It's long and it's a lot. Like, yeah. 
it's it's like you, I just get lost because there's so much going on. Like you hear the singing and it's just like, yeah. okay. And then the singing stops and it's like, oh, this is just depressing because it they're a funeral doom band. And yeah. you haven't heard funeral doom. If you think doom is depressing, <laughs> listen to funeral doom because they add in a church organ. They add in a church organ and that's where the depression comes from. That's where my depression comes from. But... <laughs> <laughs> But that's the thing is like, yeah, I agree with you 100% though. And that's like, there are a few instances, like there's a band called Slow that, uh, which tells you everything you need to know right there. But they're uh, they're not funeral doom, but they're like actually kind of funeral doom, but they're kind of like atmospheric symphonic mixed in too. So like it's, it's, some of the songs are longer and it's slow, but it is way more engaging than a lot of the funeral doom you'd come to find. I'm going to say it's just the name alone. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it pissed me off. They were literally like, okay, like, yeah, but you know what? I, I re- ended up reviewing that album on the website yeah. uh, when it came out, like that, not the album slow, slow was a band, but the album seven, I think it's, I think it was, I have to, ch- I have to double check <laughs> <Slow> it. Seven, <laughs> slow seven, seven BPM. That is the album in a nutshell. No, uh, but it was, no, it was a good album. Uh, from what I remember, I didn't hate it. And it, it's but yeah a lot of the solar stuff are better for me at least in the background yeah they're better for background music sort of like lo-fi hip-hop yeah i don't know what that is but yeah like you ever see like the the meme of like the that's the study girl on uh youtube the cartoon study girl with that's like lo-fi hip-hop it's on youtube if you if you click it it's like it's like uh study music basically oh study music okay. it's study music okay I've, I've, I still have, I personally have, that hasn't come up on my feed. I, I get too many. Um, yeah. It's one of those things that that'll pop up if you like open up YouTube logged out or in incognito mode. Cause like, it's one of those things that's not going to pop up in your algorithm. Cause you're not looking up lo-fi hip hop. Yeah. No, my algorithm, I, I don't like has just <clears throat> become very weird, mm-hmm. especially now that. I have a tiny human to take care of, and it's just all OnlyFan models. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm being like, I don't even search up OnlyFan accounts and on Instagram, and it's just my reels. It's like I get normal stuff. Yep. And then of course I get, oh, I'm stuck in the washer step, bro. It's like, <laughs> why, why are you on my feed? I don't want this. I just want <laughs> shit that's gonna make me laugh. Just give me dumbass guys being dumbass guys. There's the humor. There is the true comedy gold on Instagram. Especially the anime guys. Mm-hmm. The anime boys. Those guys are hilarious. I don't watch anime, but those guys are hilarious. Right, yeah. Especially the fact that you got their teacher to like buy into it and like make anime jokes with them. Like that's that's comedy. Good soup. <laughs> good soup. Good soup. Um, I guess. I should get back to answering your question about what I've been listening to. <laughs> that's the nature of our podcast. Like we've been like with, with us every time we get on the show together, that's always something that happens. Yeah. And that's that's just with like every time you come on the metal robot, every time I go on Thrasher's Paradise, who knows what would happen if we if we had our own podcast. Can you imagine? <laughs> the pure insanity the- that would ensue. Please take this in, everyone. We had a radio talk break of just talking about the entirety of Marvel's Cinematic Universe's <laughs> Phase Four. 
And that I don't even think that's how it started either. No, we, no. We we segued into that, and then I, me being the diehard Marvel comic guy that I am, it's like you know what, Tom, we're doing this. We're gonna commit to yes. doing a twenty-minute talk <laughs> break on every single project that came out for Phase Four. There you go. Exactly. So, so yeah, that's what you've been listening to. Yeah. Uh, what have I been listening? Uh, this year as a whole, Electric Callboy. Yeah, I, I of think, course. Like from the time I heard Pump It last year to now, just listening to listening to techno a bunch. It's just <laughs> they're a good metal band that makes great music, and they are definitely a fun concert that I want to go see. Oh man! They came to Northern America this year for the first time, along with other new continents to themselves. And yeah, they're coming back next year. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I gotta check that out because yeah. I because I got into them I think a little bit after you did, uh, but with uh, the song Techno Train and <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, but there was another one I forget the name of it. Chaka 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 chaka. We're riding on the techno train. Jo, 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 jo. Yeah. Going for a ride. Yeah, it's it was really good. But and also the other song is another one of the singles. I forget the name of it. Uh, but it was. The moves? No, not, I don't, I, maybe, I, I don't know. I have no idea the name of the song, but it's like, like, what was that? You know what I'm talking about though. Dun, Yeah, no, that's, that's, we got the moves. That's like the breakdown part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the part where they do the little thing and then they go, yeah, that's we got the moves. I know that for a fact. That's yeah, that song was fucking banger. I did not realize that techno could actually go that fucking hard. Yeah. And but then again, metal techno. Yeah. Tech metal? No, not tech metal. No, 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 no. That is a genre already. I think it's what party core they might call it. Yeah. I th- oh my god, that actually works way better as a descriptor. Yeah, like I, th- I think I heard them call themselves that once, but who cares? It's just they're a it's good metal awesome. band. That's all they're that matters. Hypa Hypa was great. Is great. Mm-hmm. Like dog, but no, Hypa like, <laughs> Hypa is a great song. My, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, how I actually got hooked with Hypa Hypa. So um, my girlfriend at the time and I went to Edmonton last year. And we ended up staying with her brother for a week. And he has like three kids, his youngest being two at the time, loves Electric Callboy and loves the song Hypa Hypa. Now, there are multiple different versions of Hypa Hypa that have been recorded and that are out in the world. And it's funny because there's this one version by We Butter the Bread with Butter. Mm-hmm. And to the two-year-old, he calls it Hard Hypa Hypa. Hard Hypa Hypa. And then there's this like folk metal version of Hypa Hypa that he calls <laughs> Soft Hypa Hypa. <laughs> and then there's just Hypa Hypa. So it is cute and hilarious. And that's how I got hooked with Hypa Hypa. Nice. Even though the album itself, it's not very long. No. From the Electric Callboy song side of it. It mm-hmm. is just a couple of songs. And then they came out with one in like 2015. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Crystals, I believe, is the album title. 
But yeah, it's like it's an album. The album covers like just a guy wearing a bunny mask in a bathtub. Hmm. And it's just early electric callboy doing their stuff. And it's Sounds good, too. Right. So no, electric callboy was definitely up there. Um, yeah, I listened to those two a shit ton this year. Mm. Um, in the later part of this year, I want to say around August, September, I finally bit the bit the bullet and I tried Ice Nine Kills with Welcome to Horrorwood. Ooh, okay. And then it's actually cool. Have you heard of I have you heard Ice Nine yes. Ice Nine Kills yes. music? I actually did an acoustic cover of last Halloween. Not this past Halloween, but last Halloween of uh, Stabbing in the Dark. Did you really? Yes, it was with me and a clone of Psycho Me. Uh, oh. It's it's on my personal Instagram, uh, TMK715. No, but so basically I got hooked on Welcome to Horrorwood and The, Sil- the Silver Scream, mm-hmm. both albums. Both albums are great, and I got hooked with almost every song off of each album. I have my favorites that I... Uh, particularly continually loop and listen to individually yep. a lot. Mm-hmm. And the obvious ones made it to the Spotify wrapped playlist, which did not surprise me at all. No, no, no. You, you know, you, you can tell partway through the year, you know, which songs are going to be on your wrapped. Just by, by how much you listen to it. Just them. by how much you listen to it. Yeah. Like you can tell, what your rap's going to end up being. You don't know what position they're going to be in. <laughs> but you know it's going to be there. You, you know you it's going to be, be there. You know, you have a general idea of what craziness is going to be in the rap. And I knew Ice Nine Kills was going to be there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Baroness's new album, Stone. Oh, man. I heard, I just downloaded that recently. I haven't had a chance to actually listen to it. I heard it once and I liked it. I thought it was yeah. very good. The obvious two songs were great and just yeah. I need I I definitely need to listen to it again. That is for sure. I need to hear it first time. <laughs> but I, but I, cause I I've heard that it's, it's really good. It is. I think it's I think it's up there with Purple. Yeah. It's up there with Purple for being one of their best releases. Mm-hmm. Stones was definitely really good. Um, so this band basically, to me, deserves more hype than Sleep Token do. Um, <laughs> the band we didn't listen to. Yeah, no. So uh, Frozen Soul. Never heard of them. Frozen Soul is a Texas power de- metal. No death oh. metal band. Oh, okay. Like traditional old school Ooh, death metal. Okay. It is fucking awesome stuff they did a big north american tour and had a lot of success so much success that they're going to be touring north america next year with a monomorph obituary and cannibal corpse on on a monomorph's next big voyage through the continent so big kudos to frozen soul but no their album great glacial domination or glacial dominion Mm -hmm. i gotta quickly check because i want to make sure i'm getting this album pronounced correct correctly yeah i i don't know why i immediately thought power metal i think it's because of the name yeah frozen soul uh, it just sounds like yes glacial domination mm. is the name of their 2023 release it came out back in may okay and i heard of them through a friend and called Damien. He is the lead singer of a band called Death Rose based in Calgary. 
and Frozen Soul made their little pit stop in Calgary. And of course, as my good friend Damien does, he bought a lot of merchandise. Yep. Especially <laughs> long sleeves. Long sleeves are a quintessential to, I guess, classic death metal fans. Mm-hmm. But no, this like this album, like they had Matt Heafy. Really? Guests, guests appear on two songs mm. for this album. So yeah, they're a serious band. They also have an album called Crypt of Ice, which is very good too. I only heard it once, but I listened to Glacial Domination twice now, and they created something magical with it. Truly a great album that you should definitely check out and listen to. And their merchandise is top tier. They have a snowflake patch. (laughs) No, in all seriousness, and it looks awesome like if i start a new vest i definitely want that frozen soul snowflake Mm -hmm. on that vest because it is too good and they are actually if you're a fan of like obituary Mm. and kind of along the lines of that kind of death metal you'll love so a bit of a bit of like techie mixed in with old school Mainly just old school, I'd say. Mm, okay. It's very, very much rooted in old school death metal. And I, it's nice to hear because you don't have a whole lot of those kind of sounding bands anymore. Right. Because a lot of death metal bands have either strayed away from it or done some new sub genre of death metal that has come out that we're going to hear about in five years. Mm. Like super tech death, mega mega prog death mega something like there's too many death beta tech death alpha tech death sigma tech death oh god i don't want to know what sigma tech death is (laughs) it's just andrew tate playing a guitar (laughs) screaming about how he's better than you and you know it's andrew tate metal (laughs) andrew tate (laughs) it's just covering the andrew tate theme exactly yes yes i found out what song that was this year Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's French. Yeah. Which makes sense. Kind <laughs> of. I don't know. It's weird. Anyways, uh, Fear of Fear, the new Spirit Box EP. Oh, yes. That one I had to listen to twice, but it is very good. Spirit Box once again outdid themselves with more amazing music from the small island of Vancouver. Yes. Island where they lay in Victoria and their song Jaded, which is great. If you have yet to hear it, definitely do, but it is up for a Grammy Mm -hmm. and I, they are my official vote to win for the Grammy award this year for metal musicians, because Metallica doesn't need another one. Disturbed doesn't deserve it. And ghost. And I forget who the other band is. I have no idea. I did. I did. Please a bit. don't be sleep token. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I all I did a bit on uh, on uh, the Grammys too, and I I don't even remember who was up for it. I know Spearbox was, but that's interesting thing about Spearbox though, because it kind of brings up an interesting thing about ah. Uh, I figured it Slipknot. out. Slipknot. Slipknot. Slipknot's up there. Yeah. I didn't even know they came out with something this year uh, or last year. <laughs> Or whenever. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't like, like I, like I don't remember much of the Grammys. The only thing I do remember is that Olivia Rodrigo is up for best rock for some reason. Who? 
exactly. No, but she, but Olivia Rodrigo, she's the she's the 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 pop nice. the pop rock girl who uh, who ripped off Paramore. Someone ripped off Paramore. Yes, there. Okay, people listening know exactly who I'm talking about. I don't need to go further into that, but apparently she's up for a rock Grammy. It was like, that, that, that's the thing. It's like, I'm not going to, I did an entire uh, bit segment about the Grammys in an episode earlier this year about it and why we should stop caring. Uh, but you know what? Like it is what it is, but you know what? I, I, in, in terms of any of them, yes, beer box gets my vote, but it brings up a funny thing I, that I noticed is that this year we saw a lot more EPs. Compared to, uh, I, I just think that's just the way metal is going to go to nowadays. Because yeah, you think it's going to go to EPs more than full albums? I think I I truly believe that because EPs take a lot less time to make. Mm-hmm. They just people ha- don't have the same intention span as they did when you could just sit down and listen to a full like eight ten song album. People don't want to sit down and listen to ten eight ten twelve songs. Well, that's the interesting. Album. Because that's the interesting thing, though. If, that, if that's the case, then why not just <clears throat> release singles? It's going to go to that eventually. Like, I it, think bands it, are already kind of doing <clears throat> that, though. Yeah, like, honestly, like, Spirit Box, they've been around for a while now, and they have, like, so many different EPs, but only one full length. Mm-hmm. And the full length had, like, five songs off of their first EP. Like it's 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 not a bad thing, but it's just no, yeah. It it caters to just getting more new music out at a faster rate. Yeah, but I I think that's gonna come back and bite so many bands in the ass by doing EPs. Yeah, uh, hear me out. Okay, hear hear me out. This is now this is my honest opinion. Full length should stay because. People, it's more exciting and it gets more anticipation when a band takes four, three, up to three, four, five, six years to make a new album. Mm-hmm. Because now fans get that anticipation of new music and they're not like, oh, it's been six months. Where's this new song? Right. Like that, I think that's just the key thing. And that's what's just going to keep band, like, bands and keep or get proper fanship mm-hmm. it's just those bands re-listening to that to those albums continuously and learning those songs right because it's like you you're not going to get the proper amount of time to truly soak in and marinate that new album that just came out if there's a new new ep coming out the next year mm-hmm. like to me, it's just it's going to diminish releases, especially if you're just doing sig- a single a month or an EP every uh, every year. Like to me, it just makes it doesn't make it as special releasing new music. Right. And that that's like the key thing. Like Blind Guardian released their new album, God Machine, and it mm-hmm. is fucking phenomenal. That's right. Well, that that was this year, right? That was this year, I do Holy believe. Holy shit. This year or last year. I think this year for sure. But God, Time has been fuzzy, guys. Like we're yeah. <laughs> But no, God Machine is fucking amazing. It is a great album. Mm-hmm. And that's their first release since like 2017 or 16. Yep. With like the Twilight of the God album song that was i'm searching yeah. it up 
Yeah, and that's the thing, especially with Blind Guardian. If we're not going to get a Demons and Wizards album, Blind Guardian, I'll I'll be fucking happy to go back to over and over and over again. I, I think I think um, the the the, the, the um, Demons and Wizards are, is done. It's done. It's done. If we're not going to get another one from them, then yeah, fucking any like because okay. Blind Guardian, I. I'll be honest here. I'm a bit of a poser. I learned about Blind Guardian through Demons and Wizards, if I'm being completely honest here. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm glad I did, though. Because, yeah, if we're not going to get another Demons and Wizards album, which we're definitely fucking not, yeah, for Demon, good reason. Demons but and Lizards is probably done. It's done. It, it it's is done. It, it is done. But, you know, hey, you know what? A good run, three albums, three fucking fantastic albums. Uh you know what, Blind Guardian, fuck yeah, especially with that, especially with that last album. Like that was fucking sick. Ah, uh, I figured. Yeah, no, like so from 2015 to 2020. Oh, 2022. <laughs> it came out September of last year, but right. But you know what? Still, like that is that was still a fantastic album, there, a fantastic addition. There to was the Metal a Collective. very long space between albums, and like just. The wait was worth it because God Machine was fucking amazing. Yeah. And now they're coming to Toronto next year. May, yeah. May 9th at The Rebel. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to talk to you about that if you want to go see Blind Guardian. Yeah, I'm down. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's 60 bucks a ticket. Like, I'm sorry, but they're a band that do not come to North America like every other year, like Amana Marth. And Power Wolf. And, no, Power Wolf. Power Wolf only has come once yeah. so far. And I, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind. I wish I did go to see them in Montreal. You know you, yeah, you know what's funny? They, like, when they announced their North American tours, uh, that made news. Yeah, like that was news. That was being talked about. That was like on magazines and blogs and everything of that sort. Of like, oh my God, Power Wolf's coming to North America. Yeah. That shows how fucking great they were to begin with. Yeah. It's great they are. Yeah. And it, I missed. We missed it. I know. I even I even called you the day they announced they were coming to Montreal. Like Tom, they're fucking Tom coming. <laughs> Tom, they're fucking coming. But again, I had other priorities that needed to take importance to than going to Montreal to see Power Wolf. Yeah, and that was this year too, right? Yeah, that was back in February. Oh yeah, no, I was not in any shape to go anywhere. Not long story there, but. Ugh. Anyways, long so, story short, yeah. long story short, fuck Money. everything. Yeah, um, Money. <laughs> but no, uh, that too. But Blind Guardian, I definitely I, I made a promise to myself that mm. I would at least attempt to try and go to one concert next year. Yeah, because I've as of as of today, day of recording, I have gone to no concerts in 2023. Yeah, this year's been kind of a dry spell. It, it it is. It's the uh, it's the absence of concert going. But see, here's here's the issue now because mm. in May, Electric Callboy are coming back to Toronto. Mm -hmm. So it's it's the big for me. It's I'm picking one. Right. Do I want to go see Blind Guardian or do I want to go see Electric Callboy? Electric Callboy would probably be a lot of fun, but Blind Guardian. When will be the next time they even decide to do a North American tour? Exactly. Let alone come back to Toronto. Right. So I'm kind of, I'm leaning heavily towards Blind Guardian because, again, I get, for all we know, hell, this could be the last time they ever come to Toronto. We never know. 
We never know. Like Sepultura has announced an 18-month goodbye tour. They're, they're hanging it up. Yeah, and they'll probably, and knowing how farewell tours go, it's, it, you said 18 months, right? Yeah, so they'll be done in like five years. Um, no, I, I, five, maybe uh, 10. Okay. If, they, if they're going to pull a kiss, they're going to, they're going to st stick around. <laughs> metal bands, when they, when it comes to retirement tours, a right. lot, like the true metal bands, they, they keep their word to it. They well, keep, they, they may extend a little bit. Like, I know yeah, Slayer, they, they extended it a couple times, I they, think. They did. Slay, but Slayer, like, they announced it 2018, and they were done by 2019. Yeah. I'm just, I'm glad I got to see them before oh, they too. did. I One thing I regret, though, is not being in that fucking pit. I don't regret that. What, <laughs> what pisses me off still, and this is the ultimate concert piss off that I will forever keep in my heart. Mm -hmm. Is when I saw Slayer in Ottawa, and I fucking almost when I missed the entirety of Campbell Corpse's set. No. Yes, except for Hammer Smashed Face. That was the only song I got to hear. Oh. Because of Ottawa traffic. Oh. Fuck Ottawa traffic. If you are stuck in Ottawa traffic, like going home traffic, off of work, mm -hmm. sucks. In Ottawa, if you th you thought Toronto was bad for rush hour, I mean it is bad. Ottawa's fucking worse. <laughs> they start at one. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Like we oh, no. we didn't even get to. I went with my stepdad and good buddy, and we didn't even get to the hotel. No. That's how bad traffic was. We were on our way to the hotel, and it's like, honestly, I think we need to turn around and just go to the fucking show. Yeah. And that was the best course of action. Yeah. All right. Well, on that, on yeah, on that note, <laughs> we're gonna no, we're still gonna keep going here. Uh, for those listening, uh, uh, we're doing an Instagram live yes, here, uh, where we're doing a sort of us our own sort of Spotify wrapped here that's being recorded for the Metal Robot Podcast. Uh, it's me and Colin, uh, and we're talking about. Uh, what we've been listening to this year, and yeah, we got into a we got we kind of got sidetracked there. But you were but we were talking about uh, Spirit Box. Yeah, Spirit Box to go back. Yeah, I don't know how we got sidetracked to talk about Cannibal Corpse from there, but yeah, no, uh, Spirit Box is the Fear of Fear EP. If you have yet to hear it, definitely go check it out on Spotify. It is yes. worth to listen. And I'm gonna stop there because there's been so much I've been listening to. Oh wait. No, yeah. <laughs> before, before I give it to you, there is one album I do really want to call out. I was listening okay. to it earlier today, and it, it is fucking phenomenal in my eyes. Okay, it is the best album of the year. Mm. It is Cataclysm's Goliath. Ooh, yeah. That album is fucking great. Cataclysm, their past three releases have released a banger after a banger after a banger, and I think Goliath is the creme de la creme mm. of the three it is great from right off the bat to the end the and my personal favorite track is the redeemer and that song fucking annihilates it is great so for me personally that to me is like the album of the year from like sought from all bands like goliath by cataclysm is definitely an album that you need to listen to from this year. If you, mm -hmm. if we t take anything away from metal music in 2023, it should be Cataclysm's Goliath. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you on that one. 
So, Tom. Yes, what sir. What have you been listening to? Oh, goody. Um, Only took an hour for me to ask Yeah, I know, that. right? We've been recording for an hour. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Worth it. So, yeah. Uh, for me, again, I haven't been listening to a lot this year. At least nothing that I've kept going coming back to. A lot of the stuff I came, kept coming back to was, like, older stuff. Stuff I've like, more nostalgia and, like, it just feels good to listen to again. Because, like, yeah. early in my metal metalhead journey. But... In terms of releases, uh, of course, Spirit Box is, uh, is up there. Cataclysm, I listened to a couple times, but I do would still agree that's a fantastic fucking album. It is. Um, I will say, uh, just to kind of deviate a little bit, uh, Event Sevenfold, no. Just no. no. I That new album. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. It took me a long time to even get around to reviewing that album, not just because my upload schedule is complete garbage, but because it took me so long to even finish the album. Like, that has never happened with an events album with me before. I was, that's... It was that rough? It, it was, like, it's, it's experimental prog, but on the experimental side... To the point where it's like, okay, let me, let me break. The best way I can sum this up is that they cannot finish a song. Avenge Sevenfold is trying to be prog. Oh, they've been doing prog for a while now. Like they've had prog tendencies for a long time. Like even all the way back to nightmare. Why? They were fine with like the, the way they were going. They didn't need to add prog. I mean, they were kind of, like a, a skipping hail to the king. They've already kind of like prog tendencies, but the stage was where they started really leaning further into it. And that yeah. I that I was fine with. That was actually my favorite album from 2016. But this was like prog on cocaine and Adderall. So what the rev the rev leaves Earth and they decide to go prog. <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically. No, but like... I don't mean to be a dick, but... Yeah. No, but like, the thing is, with the reason why I said like they cannot finish a song is because this album has like multiple songs where they like input 20 different songs of different styles throughout the entire thing and they never finish a single one. <laughs> like the, the best example is a song, We Love You, where it's like, it is the... is uh, it's It's a song with... Six different song ideas and never any point when I finish it. And even as somebody with ADHD, especially where you try to, I I will admit the jarring nature of it kept my attention, but not for good reason. Even I was listening to it going, why can't you finish a song? Why can't you finish a song? (laughs) So essentially not much has changed with Avenge (laughs) 7 This is a new development, actually, for me at least. But it was one of those things because they've they've had full songs. Like, say what you want about a lot of, the, especially the later stuff. Those are developed songs. I mean, City of Evil is probably oh, still hands down, album. yes, it's still their best album. But. Yes, even but even later, even when they started leaning heavily more heavily into Prague with the stage, that they were able to finish songs. They you got a full composition. Yeah. Like full ideas fleshed out, and uh, and honestly, great drum work as well. I was kind of skeptical about that when I heard about it, but this album was like, first of all, yeah, that. But also, you can tell M Shadows is done. <laughs> like he cannot sing anymore. Like he can hit the notes, but he, you can tell he is in pain. 
the dude cannot hold it up at that range anymore, dude. It hurts to listen to like when that, but it was, just, but overall, like uh, that, all that and so much more combined, it just became a hard listen. So I technically listened to that a lot, but only because I couldn't finish the whole fucking album. And when I did, I was like, I don't plan on coming back to this again. Like not because I hated it, but because I have no real desire to go back to it. Ben Sevenfold. Tiniest little bit in a star. <laughs> <laughs> Just enough so that you can actually see, oh, hey, there's there's coloring in the star. Yes. <laughs> that, that's the thing. This al- this album was was like what a lot of a lot of people think Adderall is in music form. I actually told uh, a, a friend of mine, the GJ, who's a musician, because uh, he sent me the link to the song We Love You and asked, what is this? And I said, an ADHD, uh, a musical interpretation of an ADHD nightmare. And I stand by that. Sounds like Angus, the prize winning hog was a better song than that. Oh, it was. Yeah, it still is. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. I love that. I love that song. So actually, yeah, in terms of what I have been listening to that, (laughs) I'm listening to a lot of the Toxards. They've been releasing some great singles this year this year uh there was of course angus the price winning hog which is a big hit but they also like uh the doom bop i think was the song name see i i've only i only i've only listened to angus the price winning hog yeah. i haven't i haven't diverged into other songs, definitely do but... like it's not as metal <laughs> no it's... but it's but you know what like it's still great like comedy rock kind of stuff metalheads love comedy rock yeah and these guys fucking i mean hit it on the head fucking psycho stick <laughs> I, I'm still proud. Steel I was Steel Panther, like the comedy, the comedies. I'm still proud. I was able to sneak in Psycho Stick onto uh, to Hamilton Radio. <laughs> I was able to sneak that in because we were talking about coffee, and of course, <laughs> they have a coffee song. Yes, and it's the perfect representation. So I played it, and they said nothing about it other than they loved it and it matched. You know what you should do. And whenever there's a talk break about beer, just add in the clip of from their song. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. I definitely will. Because so far, because I've, I've had to diversify. Anytime we talk about beer or alcohol, we've been playing whiskey in the jar. Aww. I mean. Wait, it's a good song. Uh, don't get me the wrong. Meta- the Metallica cover specifically. Uh, is that the only cover you do? There's other covers? Okay, there are other covers. Are yeah. there? Yeah. It's, it's like one of the most covered songs. Oh, oh yeah, think, it's true. Yeah. I think ACDC have covered it. Maybe mm. you too. Yeah. Like I got to diversify a bit because that's the main one. My main go to, especially if I don't really know what else to go. But y'all keep that in mind. Surprisingly, Ailstorm never covered Whiskey in the Jar. I know, right? That's a missed opportunity. Like that's just great pirate metal marketing <laughs> right there to cover Whiskey in the Jar. Unless they have. I have to look. I have to look into it. I have to look into it too, because I know they covered an old, like a Nova Scotian popular folk song called mm-hmm. "Merritt's Private Tears." Mm-hmm. Now, me growing up with a stepmother from North Sydney, Cape Breton, I, I've 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 listened to folk music, like yeah. some good old folk music, and it's very good stuff. There's this one band from Hamilton we like called Poor Angus, and they, mm-hmm. co- they covered the, the classics. 
Patty Murphy, and so many other great hits, especially Barrett's Private Tears. But the thing is, why wouldn't you have <laughs> a version of it, Ailstorm? Like, you named your fucking last yeah. album... I think from this year, seven from of a seven from. <laughs> You're missing an opportunity here, guys. Actually, now I gotta Google it now. You get, I, we I, gotta I, figure this out. Yeah, I, I'm sorry that I keep pulling out my phone. Alestorm has not covered <gasps> whiskey in a jar. That is a missed opportunity. But yet they remix their songs to have dog vocal lyrics. <laughs> Missed opportunity, guys. Missed opportunity. Yeah, because um, that was a thing with the one album. Did you end up hearing that new Death Clock album? <gasps> yes! Death Album 4 is fucking awesome! It's awesome, dude! It's awesome! Mermaider 3 is fucking <laughs> awesome! Dude! It got, it's so good! I'm the dogs so, are excited! Yeah, I am so glad they finally came out with a new album. That How long has it been since, uh, since, since 3? Okay, I'll pull out the phone yeah because holy shit that's a can i be honest with you i keep forgetting about three ever existing because it was that i i that was the one deaf clock album i just could not get into no i mean i don't think there were a lot of big hits off that one i think that that was also when the show was winding down like metal eclipse i think that's when the show was starting to wind down a little bit okay are we ready are we ready drum roll please deaf album three came out 11 years ago. Oh, it's been that long. Yeah, so this one was long-awaited, and you know what? Well-deserved. I'm glad we got it, because yes. holy crap, it's really good. And of course, I don't know how you heard about Def Album 4, but for me, it was hearing the song Erotic Desec Desecration. Yes. I, I, that's the song title. It's the second yeah. track off of the album. I... I heard about it because I was keeping an eye out on like the releases anyways, trying to see what I can find, but also because it was, because uh, we already know, Metalocalypse has a movie coming out at some point. Like, they're it working on a movie. Out. It did come out? Yep. I completely missed that. Army of but, the Doomstar, which is right, yeah. out right now. And you can also listen to the original motion picture soundtrack off of Spotify. Yes, but that's the thing is like I was keeping an eye on releases and that's how I heard about that. But I completely missed the movie. I have to go find it after uh, after we're done here. <laughs> so this is what I find funny on Spotify. They put for the album, you know, Army of Doom Star original motion picture soundtrack. You might also like the Jedi Survivor official playlist. <laughs> that's the very first thing off of it. But no. <laughs> what they have one single oh yeah and it's i ejaculate fire nice <laughs> death album three nice <clears throat> oh i don't even have death album three saved i mean okay i'll do, say do a lot of us but you know what uh that was yeah that's an album that i was listening to quite a bit when it since it came out that that, is that and actually since you brought up the freaking the jedi thing a lot of like metal covers of uh, of uh, of songs from like sci-fi and fantasy shows, like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. Like, there's a fucking I, I forget the name of the guy who because I just found it today, but there's a cover of the Nazgul from uh, like. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? No. 
how to break the internet. Yeah, I, I, I dude, have, dude. I one of these not. days, if you're not working, you like you and I are booking off eleven hours of our day, and we're watching the full trilogy, dude. That's like a the extended edition. That's almost a full shift for me. Did I stutter? No, just we're doing that, bud. Because you off vacation. <laughs> <laughs> taking a vacation date. No, uh, but the like stuff like that. So a lot of like just metal covers of stuff like that, or even like non-metal covers, not even metal covers, like or covers in general. But one I was also getting into listening to again, just out of like it's an old, old thing. But do you remember back in the day, Super Smash Bros. Brawl? Yeah, I played it. The main theme, I've been playing that while driving to work. Cause it's fucking, that is, song is fucking fire. That is the song to get you all hyped. <laughs> See, for my switch, when I played my switch, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, I, I don't have it at my house right now. <laughs> it's at my, um, it's where my daughter lives. Uh huh. Oh yeah. So my kid's the daughter. Oh yes. Breaking news. Daddy um, thrash. Daddy thrash has a little girl. Yeah. Uh, She'll be destroying the pit pretty soon. Don't worry. I don't know. <laughs> we'll wait and see. But no, like for the new new Smash Bros. game, the 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 most recent one, mm-hmm. I will change like one of the. I will I will pick specific songs for yeah. each each like form or each um map map, and I do the Smash Bros. theme. Because it's so good for the um the 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 Smash specific maps. Yeah, not the like like for Son for the for the Green Hill, I do Sonic Heroes theme. Because mm-hmm. that is fucking great. Then for the Mega Man track, I do th- the one theme where it's like. Power Glove covered that track too. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I'm the Smash Brawl theme is fucking legendary. It is a quintessential, I guess, video game song. Oh my god. It's yeah. up there with a bunch of the greats. Like mm-hmm. another key one is Cynthia's boss battle music from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Mm-hmm. You just hear that piano and you get anxiety right mm-hmm. off the bat. Yeah. Like speaking of video game soundtracks, though the Doom soundtrack, twenty sixteen, Doom, yes, dude, dude. I haven't played Doom, but the memes live go stronger than the game. I haven't played it either. I've seen videos of people of people playing it, but no matter what, like regardless, I gotta play the game at some point. But yeah. the soundtrack, like is so fucking from great. the twenty sixteen one specifically, though. I have not heard much about the soundtrack for the 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 more recent one, Doom Eternal. But I've all I've heard about it is the bad shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! Now, um, but talking about video games, you know, GTA Six fucking blowing up the internet and making me play a shit ton of GTA Five, where I just run over people and I get killed for no fucking reason. Yeah. Like, what is the purpose of, like, if I leave a player alone? But they just kill me randomly. Like, what is your purpose, dude? I left you alone. If I to kill, like, if I if I pissed you off, okay, I understand why I deserve to die. But like, mm-hmm. if I if I'm just doing my own thing, which is just me just running people over and robbing stores and just building up banks just to buy more clothes or ammunition, right? Like, 
I'm, I'm not causing any harm. No, of course not. But, you know, it mm. is what it is. Who fucking cares? Moving away from video games for a moment, going back to metal, the new Blackbriar album. Yeah, I haven't heard it yet. Dude, it's really good. Like, how much do you know of Blackbriar? Ah, shit. I remember the two EPs. Mm-hmm. Like the early, like the, the yeah, like the song "Until Eternity" was like yeah, my the, my I, introduction to I, them. I love that EP, and I heard the EP after that yeah. one. But this one, the best way I described it when I reviewed it uh, was that it's essentially you know how like the fairy tales compare from when you compare the old original to Disney. And how yeah. there's a huge stark difference. Yeah. So this is, and the the old ones, the originals are just way darker. Ah, yes. So Blackbriar is kind of like what you would picture the music being if the originals were written by sociopaths. <laughs> like it's it's really dark fairy tale fantasy sounding. Not Nightwish sounding. Blackbriar sounding. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing is like, uh, like a good example of the song I keep going back to is a song called Bloody Footprints in the Snow, which is about the Windigo. That sounds fucking awesome. It's a really good. You, I think that might actually be the heaviest song off of that album. You don't even need to tell me what this about. Just the fucking title. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I should listen to this before I listen to Sleep Token. <laughs> it all comes back to Sleep Token. <laughs> You think, the, if we, you think if we you think if we say sleep token enough times, this podcast will get boosted? I think like we're so. gonna get we're gonna get more listens just <sighs> because we keep saying sleep token. Yeah. So flipping it back, Blackbriar. Yes, Blackbriar. That's really good stuff. I actually uh, talked to them for the first time this year. Yes, I saw that. I saw that you got the chance to interview them. I'm kind of. I was I was geeking out. I told them this. I was geeking out because I first discovered them in college. Yeah. And I've been listening to them since. And then I was just shooting my shot. I found their email on the dark webs, I think. No, it was on the website. But I just sent an email out, and uh, next thing you know, I'm in contact with a representative at, uh, at Nuclear Blast. They're with Nuclear Blast? I think so, yeah. Oh, good for them. Yeah. No, um, well... And God set up from there. It was I was surprised. Not to make, not to show our age difference, but Tom might have heard them in college. I actually heard of them when I was in grade 11. Yeah. So high school. Mm -hmm. But again, we're not that much. Of no, because like you were 2000. Yeah, I'm 2000. What year were you? 97. Uh, oh, three years. It's not, not much of a difference. Because yeah. like you were already like, you came to college. Like you were in college. When I went to college, you were year two. I was, I was a year, year above one. you. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the, uh, when we applied. Yes. But yeah, no, because I was, I heard about them specifically. I remember this because I was doing a Valentine's Day special for the Metal Robot radio uh, show. And you played Until Eternity. Yes, because I did sense. a Google search for uh, romantic metal songs or, or uh, love metal songs. And uh, I must say, Pig Destroyer has a great <laughs> Valentine's Day song. You know which one I'm talking about. Fuck. No, I don't. Uh, it's Girl in the Slayer Jacket. <laughs> Nope. Uh, it's it's fucking great, actually. I, mean, I love it. My go-to metal Valentine's Day song is always Love You to Death by Typo Negative. Mm, just okay. the, it's a perfect blend of 
gothic eeriness and just like let yes. me love you to death. And also Peter Steele having the voice of a fucking mm. like a fucking of God. Yeah, basically. Of God on antidepressants. Oh fuck, not even that. Just like the fucking the I'm guy, sorry, the, that's fucked up. <laughs> the guy could could barely the guy could not say a single word, but if he says a word, women just go, huh? They go, huh? He had he would be a great voice actor if he was still alive. Yeah. Couldn't you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Fucking Peter still being Joe Swadson. Oh. <laughs> Giving him that much deeper of a voice. Exactly. Holy shit. Um trying to think apart from that, again, not a lot from this year, to be quite honest. There wasn't that I've been listening to. Like Blackbriar was a main one I kept coming back to, but I, yeah. a lot of the other stuff was like just kind of the stuff that, that younger metal me would have, uh, would be listening to as well. Yeah. Like I, I, I was, I'm in the same boat as you. Like I was listening to a lot of older stuff too, that I list. Like I re-listened to Jean Viking for the first time in like yeah. years. And that was my first ever a Monomarth album. I will say there was a because I started listening to a, a woo, squeak in the microphone. I started listening to a lot more recently uh, in terms of uh, well, first of all, there's a lot of like Christmas uh, metal, so I've got a Twisted Christmas uh, loaded up. I've also got you know nice. there's a a singer on Instagram I've been following called Lyric Noel. I don't know if you follow her, but she she did like a cover of uh, of uh, This Is Halloween, which is a great one. But she also has a great cover of Carol of the Bells and just released. Oh, yeah, yeah, my dad sent me her. My yeah, dad sent me. And just did a fucking banger of a cover of Silent Night. That make a great Doom song. It sound, it's not Doom sounding, but it it has that kind of sound. Uh, but I will say, there was a, what was it? Oh, yeah, I'm pulling up here. Horrendous released an album this year. And it's like, if you are into like old school uh, death metal mixed in with prog and blackened. Holy crap. Like it's a 38 minute album. I listened to the whole thing like recently on the way to work and it is fantastic. Horrendous. Horrendous. It's, yes. Horrendous Anybody, is the name of the band. It is not a horrendous name. It is horrendous. Memorable for sure. Oh yes. Hey, they popped up. Yes. They are actually like, uh, I think, like, they're not exactly new. Like, this is way later on in their career, I think. But holy crap. Earliest album is The Chills from 2012. But see, mm-hmm. see, they, they started to gap out their albums because it went from 2012 to 2014, 2014 to 2015, then 2015 yeah. to 2018, and now 2018 to 2023. Yeah, so this one, I remember hearing, because uh, this ended up on a, a, on a best of the year list uh, from Rocked. Uh, with Luke, he put it on there because because this was an album that people were hyped for. Like in the, I'd only just heard you just look it up. Sleep token now, <laughs> three million followers. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, horrendous. Like they, what out- the fuck? It's an hour and three minute album. Whoa! And it came out in May. It came out in May. It came out in May. Well, we gotta check it out later then. I guess maybe. Uh, uh, but so that was something, but yeah, horrendous was a great addition to the catalog. Cause I was not expecting, especially with a lot of like a lot of, if it's not like Opeth, cannibal corpse of Fallujah or 
uh, trying to think of other death metal bands I do listen to a lot of, or Cataclysm, then it's not a lot of death metal I can get into per se. Because a lot for me especially, if there's no like uh, hook, I guess, or something to latch onto to keep me engaged, yeah, it it can become a bit of a bore. But this album, holy crap, it kept my attention the entire time and it kept me engaged the entire uh, time. I listened like. I don't have that problem as you like I can tell just from one listen through of the album if I'm going to continue listening to it or if I want nothing to do like there have been times where I've, I've stopped listening to an album after one song mm-hmm. but you know like for me like this album cover for this horrendous album looks yes for amazing yes for those who uh, have no idea what we're talking about so the new album is ontological mysterium is the name of the album it just came out this year it is fantastic if you are into like a kind of like thrashy blackened death metal proggy goodness like it's really good get a chance to listen to it uh okay there's a seven minute song and oh it, it, it counteracts with a one minute track the entire album i think is like only 38 minutes long see that's that's manageable yeah. See, and it's the, that's the thing. It's like it's not Prague for the sake of showing off. It's yeah. actually like it's it's actual. Uh, it's not even. I don't. Even, I would even consider Prague. It's got Prague tendencies. Yeah. It's got Prague. Uh, it's got a bit of that Prague DNA, but this is like death and de- blackened death trash all the way through. So that's an album I got into recent, only really recently. Okay, recently. But. That's been an album I've, I've kept coming back to. I was like, holy crap, this is like really good. Why am I really into this? <laughs> Actually, speaking of stuff I'm really into. So to go back to video games, mm. NHL 23. So uh. it's a big deal because every year they come out with a new song. So they're going to be in the game, yada, yada, yada. This year, there was so much hard rock and metal variety. Dude, yeah. Like, Muse, Gojira, Motionless in White. Gojira in NHL? Holy crap. Like, well. Oh, wait, hold on. How later day Gojira are we talking? Because. New, new, new. Like, this was a song they wrote for the game. Yeah, like, that's, it's still surprising Gojira, but I'm kind of. Not surprised that they didn't pick uh, like something like heaviest song in the universe or heaviest matter in the universe. Our time is now. Yeah, yeah. Because that twenty three. Yeah, because like it, I like it's not surprising that they would have gone for later day Gojira, especially a new one like that they wrote for the game, and that they didn't go for like like the earlier stuff. But at the same time, it's like still Gojira. On a video game soundtrack. That's not even it. There's still more like a day to remember. Day to remember. Coheed and Cambrera. Cambrera. Wait, Coheed and Cambria? Yeah. Coheed and Cambria. Ghost. Cambria. Yeah. Highly suspect. Go. Yeah. Like corn. Dude. Like, okay. I don't know how long ago this one was. Cause I do. I do remember playing one of the NHL games from back in the day. Shine down. Shine down. Yeah. They like they they don't shy away from like the rock side, but I remember like years ago, the one song that stuck out to me as like this is from that game was when you're in the start menu and they just start playing Billy Talent, the song Red Flag. Yeah, they straight away 
a lot from from like the metal. Like okay, well, but Billy Talent's not metal, but yeah, like the the rock and metal part. Mm-hmm. But still, like that—that's what I'm thinking. Because I, I know, I know they are not shying away from like rock. But I'm surprised I've had how much metal is in that. Like, and the best song, in my opinion, is Muse. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's off of the album "Will of the People." It's their song "Kill or Be Killed." Oh yeah, this is the new song, right? The one that's yeah. like the, the most apparently most metal Muse song, uh, which is really good. I really like that. I mean, they have some old like. Corn's forgotten. Yes, which was out what twenty two, twenty twenty two. So it's a lot of the newer stuff. Yeah, but like, I was I was impressed with the variety of metal, rock rock metal options this year compared to previous years. Because a lot previous years they really just went with the rap, and like yeah, like it, I'll be honest when they release I think twenty one. They had um, was it Royal Bloods Trouble Coming? That uh, one, the, that, that was a good song. Yeah, that was a nice song. Then here it was just, it was just catchy. It got it like it had a nice beat and all that. It was just. I mean, that is Royal Blood in a nutshell, though. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like it, it, as a metalhead, it is really nice just yes. to hear those heavier options. Oh, hundred percent. Like even the first time I played NHL twenty three with my buddy from Cape Breton. We heard it, and I'm like, "Holy shit, this is actually awesome!" Then the next song came, is like, "Holy shit, this yeah. is just like what? So much options!" Ah! <laughs> exactly. No. Oh man. Oh, actually, there's another thing I do that I remember li- that I have been listening to a lot of. What? Do you know the, the- Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. The the one who lives on Jury Lane? Uh, who else? <laughs> Sorry, uh, I had to. No, it's perfect. Um, boy, what? I have no idea if that's the face of I don't know or what the fuck are you about to say, Tom? Is that seriously the band name? No. So what this is, this is the... Um, okay. This is a producer's side project kind of thing where he does, it's not even metal that he does primarily. It's essentially uh, SpongeBob AI. <gasps> oh, the secret formula. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's, because he's, as soon as he went straight to doing Plankton, because uh, before that he was like doing SpongeBob, it was like kind of like indie, kind of like, but it's all like the guy is producing everything as a musician, like it's all recorded, it's all performed by him. It's just using a voice filter for the characters. As soon as he went to Plankton with Plan Z, holy crap, that was fucking killer. I was surprised. That song. That song. That song went harder than it had any fucking right to. It was like the Burger King song, man. Just once you heard it, you got hooked to it. Yeah. No, it wasn't a whopper, 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 junior, double, triple, whopper. <laughs> it was just the secret formula. But in will be mine soon enough. Yeah, yeah, but but not in Chad Kroger's voice, but in Plankton's voice. Yeah, and then he <laughs> Plankton covering fucking photograph. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not even gonna attempt that. Uh, but <laughs> I, I can't do Plankton. No, I can't do Plankton either. But you know what? Like, there's a second song that he did with Plankton. No. 
Yeah, it's uh, and this one is, I think, I don't want to say it went more metal because it's more of like a slower kind of song. It's not a ballad, but it's got a bang and breakdown. It's got a catchy chorus. This is something more along the lines of like, um, what's the best comparison I can bring it towards? It's almost like if you, I guess if you like Spearbox, you'll like it. <laughs> I don't know. It's got a sort of like what? it's clearly inspired by like octane core, like modern metal core. Uh, that is such a random transition. From, <laughs> we were just talking about Plan Z to now just neon like, Yeah, neon tide is sort of it's way more melodic, but neon it's, tide is the song name. Yeah, <gasps> I'm playing it for you once we're done here. It is actually a fan fucking tastic song. I got, I got a brilliant idea for a song they could do with plankton. Just oh yeah, hear me out. Just hear me out. Okay. Take peaches, but make it about his wife, Karen. <laughs> Karen, 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 Karen. I love you. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Karen, Karen, Karen. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, peaches also was a t big thing. Oh, my this God. Year. Yeah. Peaches and I'm Just Ken. <laughs> which were probably two of my favorite song meme songs of the Actually, year. Actually, yeah, that this year was also this was the year of Barbenheimer. Yeah. Just to get on that's on that tangent for a second. Did you end up seeing both? No. I did not see have you seen both? I didn't see Barbie. You saw Oppenheimer? I, I saw Oppenheimer I, with, with my with my dad. How was it? I heard it nothing. was oh, it was in it was dense. Like it's a three hour <laughs> No, I don't mean that badly. It's a great movie, but it's a three-hour like drama, uh, historical drama kind of thing, so, with with more sex scenes than I thought there was going to be. Okay, so see for me, which was definitely an odd thing to see when my dad is right next to me watching the movie. We did not expect freaking Oppenheimer to be a player. <laughs> see. The memes I saw of it at the beginning were it was called Sloppenheimer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I am not going to contest that. Yeah. Still, I gotta show you Neon Tide, dude. Yeah, I, I will yeah. show you after we're done here. Um, but that, but that's kind of where we've been at. I mean, it, there's not a lot of like. We talked about this when we started recording a couple hours ago, I think. To the beginning of this video, yeah, or podcast, yes, we've discussed how the fuck did Sleep Token <laughs> get popular? Yeah, that's the thing. Like we, like we started off with that too. It's like, but, but again, we didn't listen to a lot this year, yeah, and Sleep no. Token was definitely not one of them. They, they still came out of not. nowhere. Yeah, they did. That's still, that's an hour and three minutes. You know what? That'll be the title of this shit. podcast. Where the fuck does Sleep Token come from? <laughs> you know what you should do? I'll turn this into a TikTok. I got TikTok recently. Yes. Just make it a clip of all the mentioning of Sleep Token. Yes. Every, it'll be a compilation. Every, every, <laughs> every second of Sleep Token just dedicated in a tiny little TikTok and we'll tag them in it. And mm -hmm. if they and they themselves can tell us how they got popular in 2023. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they'll have a good answer for that though. Cause I asked Blackbriar like why until eternity took off when I was interviewing them, and they said, I don't fucking know, dude. It just happened. <laughs> we don't know. If anybody can tell us so we can replicate it, please. <laughs> tell us. I mean, it's always just a random song that takes off. With Sleep Token, though, I don't know what the fuck happened. The Summoning. The Summoning, yeah. Well, the the album, yes, but also, 
How? Yeah, how? Like, yeah. So that's our homework. We will listen to Sleep Token. We will listen to uh, Neon Tide by Boy What. I will. I will book off a vacation day, and so will you for the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Unrelated, but we are doing that. So that's a lot of homework. Yeah, but here's my thing: Do we just hold off on listening to Sleep Token and (laughs) make make the reaction? just Just buy the flags. No, not even that. Just like that is our genuine, like we genuinely give our very first reaction of Sleep Token just during that video of just us listening to the song. Yeah. I think that. I think best. that that's yeah, that's what that's what the plan is. Yeah, we just hold off and then we just make a big deal of listening to the summoning by Sleep Token. In all honesty, I'm kind of disappointed it's not a stoner metal band or a stoner <laughs> rock band. Yeah, it doesn't even make divorced dads playlist. Uh huh. Oh my god. Well. Either way, I, we've I, got a lot of fun stuff to look forward to in 2024. And you know what? Even though 2023 <laughs> has been 2023, and that's all I'll say about it, 2024 20, is uh, around the corner. And um, can 2024 take me higher? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it won't. Uh, but you know what? We'll see. Who knows? Maybe I mean, it will take you higher. I mean, Creed's making a comeback tour next year. Yeah. That's a thing. Creed. Oh, man. So that's, yeah, well, with 2023, hopefully, hopefully, in our rear views, um, 2024, man. <laughs> and hopefully it's not just 2020 part four. <laughs> well, Colin, thank you so much for joining me to wrap up 2023 for this episode of You're the Metal welcome. Robot Podcast. and. Holy shit, I've got a lot of material to work to look through here. Thank, yeah. thank God this episode's not coming out tonight. Uh, yeah, you got, you got some time to edit, pick out what's good, pick out what's not good, get rid of all the great stuff. Keep it as keep it as blackmail and uh, <laughs> keep it as blackmail, keep, keep it in a vault and a key and uh, lock and key. And, uh, and the Roman Empire will rise once again. Yes. Because Rome is the topic of 2023 for all the males. Hail Roman Empire. Caesar part two, everybody. And then we'll give a review of <laughs> Rome, Roman inspired <laughs> metal band XDO. Yeah, feature, dude. Featuring lead vocalist of fucking Cataclysm because that's his other band. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 2024 is going to be fun. Colin, thanks for joining me on the Metal Robot Podcast. And whether it's on the Metal Robot Podcast or any secret projects we might or may not be working on for the future, I can't wait to... Yeah. Can't wait to can't wait to have you back on and uh, reigning chaos from here till eternity. Thank you, Tom, for having me once again on the Metal Robot Podcast. I love coming on here and I always make time to do this because it is extremely fun and makes me not feel crazy. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, you know the drill. I am obviously Colin Sterling of Thrasher's Paradise and if you have yet to subscribe or follow us on either Instagram, YouTube or Facebook, please give us a chance. We promise or I promise to not let you down. Yes, and your links will be down in the podcast description. So, everyone, if you have not checked out thrasher's paradise do so it's worth a follow and uh see you in 2024 my dude Woo! you just listened to nrp the metal robot podcast 
All right, that wraps it up for this episode as we head towards the doors. Thanks again to Colin Sterling for joining us on the show. In the next episode, we're going to be chatting with Dusk and Bacterial Husk. They are two of the interviews I promised we would do in this episode. I think I got it carried away. I was going to do them all in one, but that would just be way overwhelming for me to edit so we're gonna split them up a bit but that's coming up in the next episode should be out in the next couple of days in the meantime thanks for listening to the podcast you can follow the show on the internet youtube metal robot reviews facebook and twitter at the metal robot instagram at the dot metal robot on threads as well and head on over to the metal our online hub for all things metal robot I'm Tom McKay. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and I'll see you in the mosh pit next time. Have a good night. Metal Robot.